The book of Second Thessalonians, chapter number two. The the, the title, and, and I guess it's important because we can get into that word is strong delusions. Strong delusions. I uh, asked the Lord uh, this week, and as I continue to ask Him, what's really going on? And this is what he, he put in my heart and spirit. This is what he revealed. He said, we're living in a time of delusions, strong delusions. Now, second Thessalonians chapter number two, we're going to begin reading verse number three. These things that, as we think on God's word, we think about uh, society and whole, and whole, we will see what's happening here uh, in the body of Christ. Verse number three says, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except that comes of what? Of falling away first. That means we're going to see a lot of saints fall away from the truth. Christ is not going to show up. He's not going to return. Only the signs of what's really going on. He said that has to be a falling away first. Then it says, and that man, hmm, interesting, that man of sin be revealed. That will be an uncovering. He says, the son, which is the builder of perdition, perdition. That word there means uh, ruins of law, uh, losses. That will be that the one that will come forth in he will be a builder of ruins and a builder of losses in all of our lives. Remember now we're talking about delusions. Verse number four says, Who opposes and exalts himself above all that was uh, all that is or was God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Mm. We have to be very, very careful because there will become many false Christs, many false prophets in this, this time of dispensation of a delusion. Delusions. Now let's look at verse number nine. Same chapter. It says, Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, of that word working, that means after the energy or the operation of Satan, with all power, signs, and what? Lying wonders. Lying wonders. You'll see a lot of things taking place. With all this is nothing but a delusion. The Bible says, if it be possible, that even the very elect you know, can be fooled or would be He said, if it be possible. That's why the Lord says he will shorten those days. Then verse number 10, it says, and with all the sinfulness, all the seat of unrighteousness, which is his, and his purpose, is to promote sin in them that perish because keep, because they receive not the, what's the next word? Love the truth. Amen. Right, right. They did not receive the love. 
did not love the truth. Strong delusions come in our lives because we do not love the truth. It's a deprivation to believe a what? Believe a lie. When you think about society today, think about even the body of Christ today, how many have fallen away from the truth and they believe lies, and we do know Satan is the father of lies, they believe lies before they believe the truth. Now the truth is the word of God. First mm. twin says that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in what? Unrighteousness. They got pleasure in unrighteousness. We're going somewhere about these strong delusions. Let's look at First Timothy chapter number four. Right over. First Timothy is the next book. First Timothy chapter number four. Are we there? Verse number one says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, in other words, with persuasion, that in the what? Later times, soul shall depart from where? Their faith, the faith, giving heed to what? Seducing spirits. And doctrines of what? Devils. So remember now we're talking about delusion, strong delusion. We talk about in the latter days, these things are going to take place. They don't, they are apart from the faith. They will, in other words, they're going to give an ear to those seducing spirits. That's why you have to be careful what you give your ear to. Amen. You have to be careful what you give your ear to because they are seducing spirits. Now let's look at Romans chapter number one. Romans chapter number one. Romans chapter number one. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Okay, look at verse number 18 in Romans chapter number one. Verse number 18 says, For the wrath of God, means that the violent passion or the displeasure of God, is revealed, being uncovered, unveiled, from heaven against what? All ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Now that guy, the word of God says they hold the truth. The truth is on the inside, but it's still operating in unrighteousness. It's not that they don't know to. The, the, the Bible says, my people perish for the lack, L-A-C-K, the lack of knowledge. It's not that knowledge is not available, but they perish because it's a, they don't receive. They don't receive. They say they hold the truth. You got the truth. So in other words, there's a neglect of worship. There's a neglect in honoring God. There's a neglect in reverencing God. They hold the truth. The truth is on the inside, but they're operating in unrighteousness. You see, the Bible even goes on to say that how he has written it, it written on the table of our his word. So there is no excuse. I mean, there, there's no reason. We can't say, well, I didn't know. But see, think about people who can't read. Amen. That has never read. Well, yet, yeah, they know how to serve God. God has already written the truth upon the table of our heart. Now, let's look at verse number 21. Same, same chapter. Verse number 21. It says, because that when they knew God, 
They glorified him not as God. Hmm. Neither were thankful, but became vain, morally wicked, in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts was God. Now, verse 22 says they were professing themselves to be wise, they became foolish. Profession means making one's thoughts known in a sense of boasting or pretending. In other words, when they begin to boast and, 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 and throw out their own thoughts and their own delay, the Bible says uh, they became fools because their hearts were dumb. Mm-hmm. Look at verse 23, what they did. It says, and change the glory. Mm-hmm. Change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image. That image is the likeness of man. Made like to corruptible man and the birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Now look at 24. What happens when we change the glory of God? 24 says, Wherefore, God also gave them up to what? Uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts. Mm. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Let's go somewhere. Leviticus. Leviticus chapter number 18. Old Testament. Leviticus Leviticus chapter number 18 is where we want to go. Now keep reading in Romans chapter 1 because we're coming back there. Amen? Amen. All right, Leviticus chapter number 18. Remember that. You see what it says in Romans? Right. Through the lust of their own hearts, they began to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Let's look at Leviticus chapter number 18, verse number 22. It says, these are some laws that was put down in the beginning, but then we're going to go back to the New Testament, so nobody thinks it was that was old Testament. Okay? Verse number 22 says this, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with what? Womankind. Womankind. It is what? Abomination. Abomination means morally disgusted. Now, whose word do we believe? Now, God's word says this. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. It is morally disgusting to God. Verse 23 says, Neither shall I lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down there too. It is what? Confusion. Are we not in a place of delusion now? Yes, sir. Think about it. Truth to the world and even to, to the to some of the people that profess to be in the body of Christ is caught up in a sense of delusion because they're in a spirit of compromise. Mm-hmm. We're going against what God says and to be. I almost said the word politically correct, but I don't want to use that word. We will compromise. Mm-hmm. Even though God's word says something else. 
Now look at verse 27 in Leviticus 9 chapter. Verse 27 says, For all these, and I'll go back and reread this whole listing, okay? Verse 27 says, For all these abominations have the men of the land done which was before you. And what is the foul? The land land is the foul. Our nation is the foul. This land is the foul. We're the temple God. It's the foul. Remember that? God has sent a strong delusion. Okay? Now, let's go back to Romans. Somebody said, well, that's Old Testament. We are the grace. Well, we're going to see what grace says about it. Amen? <laughs> we're going to see what grace has to say about it. Amen? Because, see, too often we're, we're beginning to call wrong, right, and, and justify it. Amen? But no, no, no. When God comes back, He's going to come back for a whole people. God's word is true. Now, going back to Romans chapter number one. Amen? Look at that verse number 25. Back in Romans chapter one. Verse 25 says, who changed the what? Truth. Truth of who? God. So what's really happening? Think about the delusion that's going on in our world. The truth of God is being changed. That's right. According right. to man. That's right. The word is being, I mean, we, 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 we compromise. We, 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 we go along with what's wrong. We, we don't speak, that, speak out against those things. That's not right. But let me tell you something. We, and, if, and us, for us to be ambassadors for God, we have to speak out. Especially when my heart well, it either hurts your feelings or you go to hell. Which one you would rather have? Yes. Amen. Come on. Think about it. Come on. Well, which one is rather to have? To speak truth and your life be saved or to hold back and not speak truth and you find yourself in a place that you don't want to be? Mm-hmm. Think about it. Well, it's a delusion. Delusion. Okay. It says, Who changed the truth of God into a what? Lie. A lie. Hmm. And worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. And then he sends him with an amen. In other words, we can become lovers of ourselves. More so than God. You see, that's why when we got to me that dream, you know, this morning about that worship, everything else was going on except what God called for. He's called for for praise and worship, to honor him, to glorify him, and bring forth his word. You know, I used to be, I've been, I've been in, in the services where, you know, I, but I, at that time I was very naive. And you know, I just, just talked plain all, just, just being honest. Oh, the spirit was so high that the, 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 the man of God or the woman of God could not preach the word. Hold up. When does that word become secondary? That's right. That's right. We said, oh, I mean, we had such a wonderful time. What word did God sing? Oh, he didn't sing nothing. We just praised God. We just got caught up. <laughs> and you missed what God had to say. Jesus. It's a word that saves us. Now, yes, it, it is the word that has saved us and will continue to bring us to that place where we need. But we still operate in a place of delusion. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Now, verse number 26 says, For this cause, because they changed the lie, the truth into a lie. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection. In other words, shameful passion and looks. For even their, here we go, even their women, then change the natural use 
into that which is against what? Nature. Read 27 now before we finish 26. 27 says, and likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense, which means uh, your pay or your wages of their what? Error. Which was me. Now, anybody got a different translation? I'm reading King James. Anybody got an NIV? Anybody got something else besides You got something? What you got? I'm ready what you got. It says Romans uh, 127. In the same way. Uh, I need to speak loud. Loud. In Shut the up. same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. Now, are we not operating in a time of delusion? Yes, sir. Remember that I said, change the word of God, truth, into a lie. So it is so important that we begin to speak what God says. That's right. I mean, you, you can't compromise the word of God. You can't go along with wrong. You have to say what God says. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love you, but I don't want to see it. That, that's where that goes. I love you, but I don't want to see it. It's a difference. Now, my sin come with me. But listen, let me tell you something. God is able, through the blood of Jesus Christ, He has already removed that sin. That's why there has to be a renewing of Turn over to say. Mm-hmm. It's a strong delusion that people are. 
Now we're at 22. First Kings. Oh, my strong delusion. Now I turn it over. You won't believe the truth. God said, okay, you won't believe the lie. You go ahead and believe the lie. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over. You know, see your own is crazy. It's savage. I'll turn it over. First Kings, chapter number 22. We're going to start reading it at verse number 6. The beginning of the text, it talks about how Jehoshaphat uh, and, and Israel they want to come up together against Lamar uh, Gilead. Now, we're going to begin reading in verse number 6 for the sake of time. Are we there? Yes. Verse number 6 says, Then the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, those inspired speakers, to about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall I go against Lamar Gilead to battle? That means that Ramah Gilead means the seat of idolatry. Or when you're so when we're so full of our sake, you know, you're sitting right in the seat of sake. Okay? So should we go up against that? And then the Bible goes on to say, uh, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hand of the king. You know, all the time we will put God's name on something, it's got to be done. Amen. God told me this. Yeah. He said, God said, tells the thing, he speaks the thing, that's evidence behind what he's spoken. They made it. All right, now, he says, uh, they go on to say, remember, there's these inspired prophets. <laughs> they go up, and they say, the Lord should deliver it into the hand of the king. Verse 7. He said, and Jehoshaphat said, is there not here a prophet or inspired speaker who of the Lord, besides that we might inquire of him. You know, folks don't want nobody to tell the truth. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Watch what happens here. Verse number 8 says, And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, Is there is yet one man, Micaiah, which means one like God. He's the builder of Amaiah, which means he's filled up with God. By whom we may be crying of the Lord. But look what this thing is saying. By what? I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> Why do we have to think? Okay, that's true. Now you think about anybody that will tell you the truth, you hate. You hate. You hate. <laughs> Especially when you're walking without righteousness. That's right. You don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> he said, But I hate him, for he doeth not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. In other words, he comes to tell them the truth. And even though the truth lets them know this is what's going to happen, but yet he doesn't want to hear the truth. Now let's look at verse number 9. It says, And, and then the king of Israel called an officer and said, Hasten uh, here, Micaiah the son. Now let's look at verse number, let's look at verse number 12, same chapter. Same, same chapter. Verse 4 says, and all the prophets prophesied, those inspired speakers now, they prophesied saying, go up to Ramon Gilead and do what? Prosper. Find a way you can prosper in your seat. Hey, you know what? There's no way we can prosper when we're sitting in the seat of self-righteousness or sitting in the seat of Satan. Mm-hmm. The Bible goes on to say, for the Lord shall deliver it unto the king's hand. Remember that? Everybody's saying the same thing, except this morning, they do not want to hear. Verse number 13 says, And the messenger.
In other words, don't tell me about myself. Just tell me something to trickle my fancy. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's a strong delusion. Strong delusion. I won't hear truth anymore. But I want something to make me, when I leave me, I'm, I'm, I'm all caught up in self and so excited. Mm. Holy Spirit. And still living like hell. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is that the Holy Spirit? He's in it. Hey, man, praise God. Now, verse number 14 says, And Micaiah said, As the Lord lived, what the Lord said unto me, that will I see. 15. So he came to the king, and the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go up against uh, the Mount Gilead to battle, or shall we prevail? And he answered him, saying, Go and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it in the hand of the king. You know, whenever you speak to somebody long enough, they'll know when you tell them the truth or not. But they know when you're, you're, you're compromised today, it's something different. Look at 16. It says, And the king said unto him, How many times shall I answer thee that thou shalt tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord? Question. How many, how many of us won't God speak truth to us? Yes. Even though it may hurt. Amen. Even though it may hurt. Amen. Okay. So you do nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord. Now, verse number 17 says, And he said, watch this, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a what? Okay, shepherds. And the Lord says, These have no what? Master. Let them return every man to his house in peace. The Bible says, When the shepherds smitten, what happens to the sheep? The sheep scatters. So we have to be careful. That's why it's so important to pray for, for leadership because when the, according to God's word, when the, when the shepherds smitten, all of a sudden the sheep don't. They don't. Why? Because sheep do not know how to feed themselves. They don't know how to care for themselves. All sheep know how to do is put their head down and get eaten. They don't know how to look around. They don't see when things are coming. That's why we can understand how important a shepherd's job is. And we better do our job. God holds us accountable. The chief shepherd, he shows up an hour ago. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He brought that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, verse 19 says, And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on the throne, and all the hosts of heaven standing by him on the right hand and on the left. Now, watch, watch verse number 20. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and do what? What's that next word? What's your side, sister? Who shall go up and do what? Fall. Who's going to persuade him? In other words, who's going to feed him enough lies that he's going to go ahead and do what's not correct and what's going to happen? You're going to end up falling. That's, that's the word. He said, who shall persuade him? Anybody that was swayed by the enemy almost was swayed by the enemy this moment. Think about it. And the Lord says, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at the Mark Gilead? And watch this, and 